My first question is, what is your name? My name is Father Martin Vashonsky. <laughs> Monks don't usually go by their last names, but uh, sometimes in many countries, the last name is either the monastery's name or the place of the monastery. Oh, Vashonsky. Yeah. Okay. I, so I just made that up. but First time you've used that. Okay. Not the first time, to, but... To differentiate you from the other Father, Father Martin, whoever. Yeah, who's not here. Right. <laughs> okay, and how did you come to be a monk? How did you come to be a monk and come here at the All-Merciful Savior Monastery? Aha, uh -huh. well, that's a long story. Uh, first, I became Orthodox, which was... I was about uh, 33 years old when I came into the church. And I came in an Antiochian church in Colorado. And uh, church was a bit of a commute. I drove about an hour each way to get to and from church, but it was a very good congregation, St. Luke's. And um, I just couldn't get enough of church. So I thought, well, if I can't get enough of church, how can I get more church? Well, I could move closer to church, but still, they only have, in the parish, services so many times a day, and I wanted more. So, uh, also, I was doing a lot of reading, as many young converts will do, and most of, the, most of the books I was reading, and my favorite books, were all written by monks. So I thought, well, I want what they have, and I want to be able to go to church all the time. I guess I have to be a monk. So I started monastery shopping. And I visited uh, three or four monasteries before I finally settled on uh, Monastery of St. John in California, which was in Point Reyes, Point Reyes Station at that time. That was 2001. And uh, through a series of events, uh, I gr actually grew up in the Northwest, near, near here about, once you get to the mainland, about two and a half hours north of here. And... Uh, there came a point where I was looking to find a new monastery, and my father's health was failing, and there were other issues going on. So I decided to uh, visit here at Vashon, and uh, it clicked. I liked Abitrifon, loved Abitrifon, and uh, he tolerated me. So uh, <laughs> here I am. What did you do before becoming a monk? Several things. Uh, the most recent thing that I did was uh, teaching English as a second language to... Um, they weren't immigrants so much as they were students who wanted to study in the States, but their English wasn't quite up to snuff. So I helped them to be able to read and write and speak better, and I did that full-time. And that was abroad, right? Or was I, I... I had done it abroad, but most recently I was doing it in Colorado. Oh, okay. And uh, what is your uh, background as far as education? Uh, I have a, a bachelor's degree uh, in intercultural studies from Biola University, which is a Protestant... Uh, it was a Bible college originally, became a university. And I have a master's degree in linguistics. 
When, I guess you already answered this question. Um, when did you know that you wanted to become a monk? Is there anything you want to add? Soon after becoming Orthodox. Um, pretty quick? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, describe a day in the life for you here at the monastery. Let's see. I uh, wake up around 5.15 or so. I'm one of the late risers here. <laughs> and uh, I drag myself to Matins at uh, 6. We're there doing Matins for about two, between two and two and a half hours. Then uh, have breakfast. Some days, sometimes I don't. Sort of depends. Depends on the fasting calendar and what else is going on. Um, then I take a short rest, do some reading, praying, and uh, come back to the kitchen to be begin uh, preparing lunch. Lunch is our main Meals are only formal meal, and so that's the biggest production of the day. Uh, after that, I usually begin working with uh, soap, making soap. I make soap for the monastery, or filling beard oil bottles, or I also do mustache wax. All three of those are for the monastery. What advice would you give to someone in the world who is thinking about becoming a monk? Visit monasteries. Read monastic literature. Uh, get a blessing from your spiritual father for the books you're reading so you're, you've got guidance. Um, but yeah, the best thing for someone considering monastic life is to visit a monastery. Because it's easy to have sort of fantasy ideas of what monk's life is like. Either they think we just sit around and read all day, or mm -hmm. who knows. Uh, but once you visit different monasteries, you'll see that every monastery is different. And uh, perhaps one will click with you. Perhaps none of them will click with you, but you'll get a clear idea. Regarding the, the reading, it seems like, seems like over 90% of our literature in the church is monastic, it seems. Is that accurate? It seems to me. Um, could be. I never really tabulated it, but uh, it either monastic or clergy mm. seem to be doing most of the writing. Yeah, okay. Uh, so what is the state of monasticism in America? Are there enough people joining monasteries? That's a good question. <laughs> It's a stump the monk time. <laughs> you can never have too many. Uh, I think monasticism seems to be growing. Uh, often the problem is that monasteries have trouble keeping up with the people who'd like to come visit and try vocation. We have trouble keeping up with that as well as just keeping up with guests who want to come for a short visit. So... Um, I think the interest is there. I think it's growing, hmm. especially as our world gets darker and darker. People are looking for something outside the realm of their world. What is the role of the monk in the Orthodox Church? Repentance. That's a number one job. That's a full-time job. Uh, yeah. We fall down, we get up. We fall down, we get up. 
monastic life is sort of like a rock tumbler, mm. where I think I get this analogy from Metropolitan Jonah, but you're rubbing against all the other monks, you know, as a rock tumbler rumbles against the other rocks and the grit and all that stuff. And hopefully the idea is you come out polished and refined. And, but that's just by the grace of God. I forget who, where I read this, but someone said once that the, the monks give the church its visceral strength. Well, the monasticism is definitely a barometer, sort of showing the health of the church. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is the strength of the church. It's a powerhouse of prayer, hopefully. What is your favorite feast day, and you can't say Pascha? <laughs> I really love Mid-Pentecost. Mid-Pentecost? Mid-Pentecost. Wow. It's the most obscure feast for most people. But I've heard it explained that Mid-Pentecost has all the grace of Pascha, combined with all the grace of Pentecost, rolled into one big feast. And, but I love the hymnography of, of that feast. Uh, I love the tones that are sung. And, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. I wasn't expecting that. What is your favorite food? I'm awfully fond of sushi. Good good <laughs> answer. <laughs> favorite composer or musical act, and it can be secular or sacred. Uh, favorite composer is probably Bach, Johann Sebastian Bach. Uh, favorite work, did you say? Well, I said or, it could be a, I didn't, no, I said it could be a composer or a musical act. So okay. It was just one question. Yeah. Bach would be my favorite composer. But that is my second next question is what is your job here at the monastery? So cook, singer, I sing in the choir, um, making soap, beard oil, mustache wax. And um, booking the guests. So if people are hoping to visit us, they got to contact me. And uh, if they contact the monastery, it often gets funneled over to me so I can schedule it. So are you the guest, are you the guest master? Is that what you call them? Uh, in terms of the logistics, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of who greets the person and settles them in, sometimes that's whoever's there when they arrive. Oh, okay. Father Paisius, who you interviewed earlier, he uh, is the guest master in terms of setting up a guest house and making oh, sure they have everything okay. they need. Okay. Do you have any hobbies? Um, I like to make prayer ropes when I can find the time. Uh, hobbies. Making uh, alcoholic products for the monastery. For example? Uh, I've made beer before, made wine, and I've also distilled different things like fruit brandies, mm-hmm. rum. I like the science involved. and yeah, It's always a mystery how things are going to turn out, so I like that mystery. Interesting. Okay. What... Is monasticism. Well, if we look at the word, it comes from the Greek word for alone. So it, it should have an element of seclusion or like the element of a hermit 
where you're, it's just you and God. That's not the whole of monasticism, but that is, that is a core, uh, essential characteristic of monasticism. Um, and the goal is to be able to attain the kind of prayer and focus and quietude inside, where no matter what's going on outside, no matter how many people are around you, you still have that monastic heart where it's just you and God. That's the goal, I would say. Okay. This will be the last question. Um, if you would like to, will you give us a word of advice or, as they say, a word to live by? Now, I have to confess, <laughs> Father Pisces told me you asked him that question, so I was thinking about it. And uh, the one thing that came to my mind is a verse from Scripture, from St. Paul. I can't give you the, rest, the reference like I should, but it's one that I memorized early on, and it's one that I am often telling other people, but I often need to tell myself as well, and that is to set your mind on things above and not things that are on the earth, for your life is hidden with Christ in God. And I think in these days when there's so many, we're bombarded by so many things from the world, political things or economic things, viral things, hmm. all, right. everything that's coming at us, uh, it's important to set our mind on the one thing that doesn't change, which is God. And that will ground us to deal with everything else. Okay. Um, that is all my questions. Is there anything else you would like to say? Otherwise, but we can finish the interview. Just that it's a joy seeing you every time you come. Oh, my thank you. Yeah. It's a joy to be here. I, I should come more often. Yes, please. <laughs> and right. bring more people. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yep.